Yo, what is good? Welcome to episode number 512. I am feeling very excited right now. I feel relief. Working on this book has been it's been a process. There's been a lot of learning. I had overestimated how difficult it would be. I I underestimated how much time that it would take to do this. Even though I like telling stories, I like to tell them verbally, putting it on paper is not as enjoyable for me. And I have been pushing myself to get this book done. But what happened it was I got frustrated and there was so much dread. And it got to the point where I didn't even look at my book for three days. And I had a journaling session and I just realized that this is a lot like my marathon training. When I trained for my marathon, I trained for four months. And I would go on many different runs with different variations of mileage that I'm going to run for the day. And I knew the date upon which I was going to run the marathon. And I had to just trust that... I'm going to be prepared. Now, when I look at my marathon journey, accomplishing the marathon actually didn't feel that great. I'll be honest with you. It it didn't. I actually felt very anticlimactic for me. And the big reason is I had run an extra mile at the end to commemorate Kobe Bryant. And I came up like 0.3, like 0.03 or something like that. Um, away, and like I was, I was, I think like point three away from actually completing the extra mile. So I was, I was on the ground and I was fucked up, dude. Like I couldn't, I couldn't get back on my legs uh, right away. Like, dude, I fucking collapsed to the ground. And when I reflect back on. That journey, I think about the small wins throughout the journey, the different runs, the little mental obstacles that I overcame in the days. And for me, that's such a beautiful sense of pride that I have that with me. It's It can't be taken away from me. I have these wins internalized into deep 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 into my psyche and one thing that I have been doing very well at is loving myself I appreciate myself so much and 
just through time I had to I had to build I had to put myself out there I had to really move forward to figure it out and I made my own decisions I always made my own decisions I said I like this I'm going to do this and I don't care what pe- I okay I would care what people think at the same time I'm like I care and also like I I'm still going to go do this and I kind of feel kind of weird about it still. And time and time again over the years, I've shown so much to myself in terms of my capabilities. I mean, I'm so excited about the next chapter because... Me and my former business partner had brought each other to a pretty awesome height. Financially, we weren't doing too well. However, socially, you can tell that we were really on a crazy skyrocket trajectory. Well, I had spoke to my former business partner yesterday. It was a beautiful conversation. Very beautiful. It was very healing for for both of us, actually. And it was like a Joe Rogan fucking three hour, 50 minutes. And this is like the first conversation we've really like had since we made the decision to uh, go our separate ways. And that's not entirely true in terms of the first conversation because we've had conversations. But the thing is, we still had we were still going through like the breakup emotions so we still needed that time to heal. And we both have that, just this peace and love. And it was really challenging to get through. I mean, dude, this is my best friend. I got to travel the world for a year with my best friend as we lived the same life. I mean, bro, that that is just the most epic shit that you would think. It, like, that sounds like some shit that's like, wow. Who gets to do that? Who gets to travel the world with their best friend for a year while you build a business? Man. Man. And she had did the Necker Island experience thing with uh, Sir Richard Branson on his island and with a bunch of you know young entrepreneurs bringing them together for for mentorship and being around like other peers and i walked away from that project because it didn't feel aligned with me it didn't feel exciting for me and i it was like around november i, I we had decided to go our separate ways in november and the whole experience was to take place in February. So it's like, hey, you, you might want to you want to stick it through for the next just few months. I mean, it's some people's dreams to go on that island. Like, I know entrepreneurs who are way far more successful than I am who say like that's on their bucket list. I don't personally like I respect Sir Richard Branson. That's dope. But I don't personally feel like a connection with sir richard branson it would be for me 
more so more so for clout than it would for personal achievement and it uh, I, I i did my best to convince myself that i should stick this through i did i i was just like man like I, I, but it can be really beneficial and I'm just my heart has made up its mind and my head is like it had to go down in a, a, in a hard defeat well a hard defeat it it, it went down where it just got to the point where it made sense. It it wouldn't have made sense for me to leave a week prior. It made sense for me to do it right then and there. Uh, it just felt like uh, the right timing. Anyway, so they, they did the experience and it turned out really well. And she was posted in like South London newspaper, her and a picture of her and Sir Richard Branson and Yo, I that was the first time I saw the picture. And I was like, yo, like, this is so dope. And when I looked at the picture, I was so fucking happy. I was so happy because I know that she really wanted to go. And she really wanted to have that experience. And when I saw her next to Sir Richard Branson, I'm like, ah, oh, dude, that's, yes. Like, man, it, it just lit my heart on fire, man, in terms of joy. I... I was so happy for her. I was so happy for her. It it's like, dang, that's so dope. And she's getting she's getting a lot of recognition for it. And her life has changed because of it. Just the some a few of the connections she has. Like, bro, I'm so fucking proud of her. Like, dude, I'm tearing up. Like, man, like that's my best friend, bro. Like more than anything i wanted the best for her even if that meant that i wasn't gonna be by her side it was always for the best of her and true love is making that decision you know i want to see her succeed so bad and i think that it would be best if i wasn't here for that next part and logically understanding that on both sides and it's it, it's a really deep sense feel sense of uh feeling of love to love somebody enough to let go of them And, man, man, is it so dope to see the opportunities that are coming up for her in her life. I mean, she has shit really moving up. And, man, dude, I feel good personally because... I'm moving into my own vertical and what works for me. I wouldn't be as happy having being still being with her and having similar opportunities. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. My soul wasn't in that. 
And for me to continue on with that, I would have to quote unquote sell my soul. And it's not like she's doing, it's not like she's selling her soul. For me, I wasn't aligned with it for whatever reason, for reasons that I don't really even fully understand. All I know is that there's a there was a feeling in my body that felt very certain about what is the next steps for you. And for me, I'm I know I've been going through challenges with my books, with my book, and I am surprised that I've pushed through this far. I I'm showing myself that I am serious just because I'm constantly showing up and I know that I have two books in me, the one that I'm writing right now, and I don't know when I'm going to work on the next one, but I'm thinking as of today about writing the next one just right after it, right after promote, 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 utilize it, utilize it, utilize it. and then in the background, I have the other book that I'm writing. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Things may open up and change over time as I gather more information for what would be the next best thing to do. All I know is right now, it's about this book. And I've been, I've been looking up online for uh, just, I just want to hear from people how much a book had benefited their life. I'm looking up how five benefits of how a book can change your life or writing a book can change your life, you know, shit like that. And it seems like over and over and over again, it seems like the best way to establish yourself as credible is to write a book. When I was at a mastermind called War Room and I met Chris Voss, author of Never Split the Difference, when we were having a conversation, at one point, there was a crowd of people who gathered around. And he still kept me and him in a bubble because he was just so dang present. And the crowd would interject and come in. And now the bubbles popped. But we still had like a string, uh, he and I. He was just, he was holding court. But the thing is, all these people walked up to him because they read his book. Chris Voss wrote a book and everybody wanted to meet him. Now, I'm aware that Chris Voss had a lot of success with his book. And I'm not going into this thinking I'm about to be the next. My heads are in the clouds. My book gets published. I'm going to need to work still because I'm going to need to market it. I'm going to I'm going to need to use strategy. I'm using my book as a way to build my audience. It's kind of like a tool that I'm using uh, to to build my audience for me. So yeah, I'm not I'm not 
expecting to be a celebrity from my book. But what I'm saying is, imagine if, and it's thinking about even if three people read the book, that it really moves them. That person's a fan of me forever. If I'm in the room, even if it's five, ten years later, I have a connection to that guy because I read that guy's book. And whether it's a you know good or positive re- remind uh, reminder, different story. So I'm gaining excitement for this process. I to tie it back to the point earlier about. When I was talking about in the very beginning, I know we went a, a huge detour. How marathon training is similar to writing this book. I'm taking my time with this. I'm not putting extreme pressure on myself to get this done. I'm going to just do a little bit every day. And that's what I'm doing. I'm just doing a little bit, just little punches. All right, next day, little punch. Next day, little punch. Just tiny. Nah, no no biggie. I don't know, maybe 50 words, 100 words. Nothing too big, but I show up. I just got to show up, and I got to trust that just over time, it's going to eventually be complete. So just, ha- just having patience with myself. So I'm not thinking about a deadline. I'm thinking about the book in front of me. I'm not thinking about pushing the book to come sooner. I'm focused on writing the book. I'm not thinking about the end. I'm, I'm right here in the middle. And I'm just going to take it one step at a time. And it's all, I'm also grateful that I can draw upon an experience like that. I can draw upon the fact that I've run a marathon. And I can take the principles from which I've learned from that marathon and apply it into a new area in life. I ran my marathon in, in 2020. I ran my marathon about two and a half years ago. And to be able to still apply that uh, to my life several years later to provide perspective. So, you know, it's interesting. It's, it's very fascinating uh, to just to think about my own evolution I had to show myself that I'm capable of doing shit I had to show myself because up to that point I didn't believe because when I graduated from high school you know nothing was really on and popping and growing up through the school system what what's valued is what, what it's only thing that matters is fucking grades Right. And I wasn't fucking good at that shit. I wasn't good at taking tests and I copied homework. 
all that kind of shit. I cheated my fucking way through school. High school was a piece of cake, bro. I was fucking popular as shit. And niggas just love, <laughs> niggas just, not niggas just love me, but people love me, man. And I had my eyes opened with personal development and it had me thinking different and it had me thinking bigger. But the thing is, it wasn't just like a cakewalk. There were a lot of obstacles. Telling my parents I'm dropping out of college. Now that one wasn't too bad. They both just said, okay. That was it. I said, I said mom, I'm dropping out of college. She goes, okay. I'm just, that was that, right? Same thing with my dad. And then, however, my older sister, you know, she has her master's degree in education. So school, excuse me, school is really important for her. And uh, she pushed back tremendously. She pushed back so much. And I felt like she was uh, upset about it for for a while. And understandably so, you know, like growing up, you may not see many examples of successful people around you and you don't want to live how you've seen people live when you're growing up. So you go to college, you get a degree and you put yourself in a position to where you, you secure yourself for life. You know, that was that was my older sister's thinking. And bro, like I totally understand because it got her out of where she did not want to be. And that's beautiful. It really it worked for her and she loves what she does. And coming from a place of love, there was a pushback, of course. And not just that, but there was there was so many it was so much growing pains because when you separate yourself from I guess you can say the matrix, it feels scary because you're going your own way. And the path isn't clear and it's not paved for you. And you can feel lost. And that's why I read so many books when I was in my early 20s. I was so fucking lost. I just knew I wanted to be confident. But I'm like, dude, every single book I read, I, I felt like, okay, cool. Like, that was a fucking nugget. That was fucking great. Oh, man. Uh, it was as if. I went 20 years or 19 years without eating. And all of a sudden, I'm able to eat. Oh, man. Oh, man. And I'm like, this is what food tastes like? Like, what? What? I never considered myself a reader before. And, oh, man, reading changed my life. Reading changed my fucking life. And that, I'm glad I got to realize that as I'm speaking here on this podcast because that gives me even more ammunition for me continuing on with this book just remembering that yes there is actually a super hungry 21 year old out there who 
is feeling lost and confused and they're going their own way and they're looking for help, they're looking for a mentor or they're looking for ambitious friends, which spoiler alert, those that's what the two books I'm looking to to write. That's good. One's going to be about how the fuck you get a fucking mentor, okay? Here's how you get a mentor. Boom. I have more mentors than anyone that I know. I fucking know this process. I know so many successful entrepreneurs. It's crazy. I picked up one of my friend's books because I'm writing my book. And I was like, oh, wait, one of my friends wrote a book. So I go to the bookshelf. I pick it out. And I look at her book cover. And it's like Wall Street Journal bestseller. I was like, she's a Wall Street Journal bestseller? What the fuck? <laughs> she sent me this book for free just because we were, we're homies. Um, because it's a plug for her. It, the book is called Unleashed by Amber Sweener, S-W-E-N-O-R. And I met Amber with my business partner at a Maverick event where it's filled with, you know, seven, eight, nine-figure entrepreneurs. That was so insane. But on the first night, we met this woman. And she had this really nice hair, but her energy was off the chain, Bro, she was such a fucking lovely person. She, wow. And on our last day, we got, we were at this, um, uh, we were at someone's house and we were sitting at a table. It was a nice house. So people don't think, oh, Maverick events, they got you just going to like some regular houses. It was, was a nice house. And because Maverick really has fucking phenomenal events. Anyway, on the last night, we got to sit with her, you know, next to her at the table. And it was just like, man, I love this woman. And this book is about how to be your authentic self, how to be you. And I picked it up today and I was like, oh my God, this book is actually the right book that I need to read right now. It is so spot on because as I am moving through my life now, my life is built. I'm looking, I'm thinking about foundations for my life. I'm thinking about what is it that I'm, that I can do that will serve me for the remainder of my life. And I had the thought today of, and the lives of my generations that come after me. Let's get to me first. And I built this self-confidence in myself, this inner knowing, this inner strength that I have about myself that is just so strong. There's a foundation of that. And with that comes decision-making. And I've been coming to more at peace with my own decisions I made this decision, just like I talked about earlier in this podcast, making the decision to walk away from the project because it wasn't aligned with my values. And I'm at peace with that. I am at so much peace with that. I don't feel a single ounce of jealousy, of FOMO. I am, I'm relieved. And they gave it to someone who, well, I'm, I don't want to say gave, but you know, the next person, I guess you can say gave, I don't know. I don't know what would be the right word for that, but the the person who took my place 
oh, I'm so glad it's, it's the person that took my place. Like, had it been anyone else, it, it's like, that's cool. But the fact that it was this individual that took my place, I'm, it is, it's the perfect ending to a fucking story tale. Like, uh, story tale. Oh my goodness. So, back to the foundations. I built an inner foundation within myself that's super strong. Okay, I feel like I can move through life a lot with a lot more certainty because now that I have this basis, this base of self-love, I make decisions that reinforce my own self-love and I have the courage to do it because I love myself that much. And I'm going to do it because I'm going to do this for me unapologetically because I feel that this is what is best for me in my life. And I feel good about that. I feel strong about that. And I feel certain. So the foundations I'm thinking are going to be the books. These are what are going to serve for my life. And speaking about like books, like she, like her voice is all up in her, in her book. Her voice, it is her. And I get so, I, I got seven pages deep and I started crying. And I, within seven pages, I was laughing my ass off. And I'm so excited to finish this book because that's my friend. That's my friend. So I just remembered a point that I was going to make. So it's like I have so many fucking mentors, successful mentors, and then I have fucking dope-ass fucking friends. I mean, oh, my God. I'm, I, uh, I'm so grateful for the friends that I have. And there is about, I don't know, maybe five maybe six, maybe five to seven people who really got the real estate in my heart as friends. Everybody else is just kind of like, you have your, you have your eight squad, right? Everybody does. You have your eight squad, you have people who are on the outskirts and it's nothing against them. Maybe you guys kind of jive but it doesn't really feel too enticing for either parties to continue to hang out all the time while you while you have some commonalities there's something inherently different about the two of you that cause for the relationship to be what it is and that's all good we don't need to force anything right so i really took the saying you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with i took it very seriously and after I got off the phone yesterday with my former business partner, I I was just reminded of how fucking grateful I am that that she is who she is. And I got to travel the world with her. And in 2017, I had to make the decision to stop hanging out with my best friend and stop trying to change him. And I found, quote unquote, the person who I was trying to change him to be. 
and I, I found them, I'm like, oh my goodness. Right. So that I'm, I'm really big on why are you trying to find someone who, why are you trying to take someone and change them into being someone, someone, why don't you just cut that person out and go find the person that you're trying to change them to be? It sounds cold. It sounds ruthless, but how do you want to live your life? And for some of you, you don't want to do that. You don't want to stop hanging out with people. You don't want to have, you don't have the courage to say, hey, you know, you don't really serve me in my life. I can choose not to spend any time with you. And as a matter of fact, I'm I'm going to make that decision. And it's, it can be very, for me at least, I don't know. I have, and I have abandonment trauma. So maybe it's just my abandonment trauma, you know, coming up again and again in my life where maybe I abandon others before they have a chance to abandon me. That could be very possible that that pattern is running, which is why it could be, it can be easy for me to make the decision like, oh no, this person's out of my life. But at the same time, there's emotions that I feel afterwards. It feels like I'm breaking up with someone. It's it's hard because I still love the people that I'm deciding to separate myself from I'm not separating myself and hating those people and saying, no, those people are the enemy. I'm separating from them and being like, I love you. However, I love me more. And I'm going to, and for what's best for me is to not have that person in my life anymore. And making these decisions, I I really think, especially the book about connecting or how do you basically find other like-minded friends? I don't know what the title of the book's going to be, but basically something like that. Ambitious people finding other ambitious people. How the fuck do you find them? And how do you like actually start to form a social circle of just dope-ass people? Dope-ass people who happen to be doing dope-ass shit, not people who are just doing dope-ass shit. We need dope-ass people who happen to be doing dope-ass shit. Whew. So I'm, I'm excited for, for that. I'm really excited for uh, these two books. And for me, I 30 is coming up for me. I'm 27, and I got a little bit of time, but I don't have that much time. I'm going to be 30 before I know it. And I'm already... I'm already reflecting on, I'm already thinking, right? Like I'm, I'm think the actions I'm taking right now is like, how can I benefit myself for, for the rest of my life? Right. And by the time I'm 30, I do, I want to have, oh man, I'm gonna keep this to myself in terms of what it is. But I imagine myself, I don't. I, I always visualize this, but I never do it because like I, my ego, or I don't know. I get in, like something steps in the way, where I have this. Sometimes I'll visualize, and the visualization visualization often looks like some sort of iteration of this, where there is a picture of me, a nice picture of me, with a caption that is that says turn 30 today and then i just brag about what the fuck i did part of me wants to do that 
Now, at the same time, if I, I think I'm going to do that, it happens every single time where I'm thinking I'm going to, I can do that. I, I never, I never do it. I never do the post. I had an idea in terms of what I wanted to post when I turned 22. I didn't do it. I, w I wanted to put Taylor Swift, I'm feeling 22. Now it's kind of like super cheesy. But, you know, I thought it was a silly back then. And uh, my humor hasn't involved uh, too, too uh, far advanced from there. So if, if you didn't find that funny, you probably aren't finding shit else funny <laughs> about, about our time here together. And uh, when I was, uh, when I turned 26, I had this idea in terms of having like a dim kind of ambiance uh, behind me. And, the, and you just see the birthday candles in front of me. And then um, I'm like, the caption says, we wasn't supposed to make it past 25. Just like in Kanye West's, we wasn't supposed to make it past 25. Joke's on you, we still alive. Throw your hands. But the thing, the truth is, bro, like, I, like for me, I was, I was going to make it to 25. Like, it's not like my neighborhood was that dangerous to where... I'm probably not going to make it to 25. It's like, I don't feel like I grew up in horrible living conditions. Sure, as I mentioned, there's things that happen within the household that were challenging. At the same time, like, we always had electricity, always had water, we always had food, we always had each other. And we were, we were good. Like, there wasn't so much of a threat of outside danger. When I was in Montebello, East LA, yeah, there, there, there was some degree of danger of presence. Um, but, you know, never really made, like, we never had, like, an encounter with, thugs or anything like that and that caption just would feel so incongruent <laughs> to me if i said we wasn't supposed to nigga i was gonna make it past 25 <laughs> there's no doubt unless something took me out uh before 25 then that yeah anyway and then i had an idea in terms of a picture that i would take once i ran my marathon i post i posted a picture but it wasn't what i thought and so it happens all the time. And the new thing that I'm visualizing currently is when I turn 30, I put, yeah, I accomplished. I, <laughs> I like how my voice turned into like a, uh, a chat room predator from To Catch a Predator. Like, yeah, uh, I, 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 read, I wrote two books and I got to travel the world while having my own business. Excuse me, my nephew is having a little cry. But I think for me, I, I like the idea of having two books written before I'm 30, just because it's just like, I'm only in my 20s once. And it's like, how do you, how do you want to go out? How do you want to go out? And you know what? I want to go out my 20s like a fucking G. I want to go out my 20s like, motherfucker, I wrote two fucking books. I did all this shit like... Peace the fuck out and just dominated that shit. 
And that's, it's the same feeling I felt when I was training for my marathon. Wow. And I was 24 and Kobe's number was 24 and Kobe had died that year. And I, it was perfect timing in terms of about four months out would be November 12th, which is the day before my birthday. And then I'll be 25. I was like, hmm, you know what? I, I, I want the mental toughness. At the same time, I really want to pay my respects to Kobe. So the way I went out of 24, I was only 24 once. The last day I was 24, I fucking ran a marathon. And I said, this is for you, Kobe. Like for 24, here's a, like, here's a marathon with an extra mile. And much love. This is how I this is how I peace out twenty four. This is this is my respects for you, and that's between me and the spirit of Kobe, and I love it. I love that I did that shit because I only had one opportunity to do it, and it's solidified in history. And it's not just a marathon. I ran the marathon at the park by myself with an extra mile at the end, and I did it for Kobe. So I rest my case and I feel that with my 20s, how, how do you want to peace out this motherfucker? How do you want to peace out this bitch? <laughs> oh, man. Sometimes I can, I can be really, uh, I guess it's very unfiltered. This is, this is how I really think. This is how I really think I'm letting you into uh, the mind of Greg. So, yeah, I just want to go out this fucking roaring. And, oh, man, that just makes me feel. Again, it's that, sense of, it's that sense of pride. It's that sense of being able to really do your best with the time you have here on this earth. And that's one thing that I give myself credit for is I make sure that the time that I'm spending is for what I deem to be a good life for myself. And these are just small, these are like just, just personal wins for me. These are personal wins for me to do this shit, do the shit that I've done, the, the fucking shit I've accomplished. And to be able to give, because I'm telling you, you're going to read my books and there's going to be stories in there that are going to just be so fucking powerful for people to read. And those who are looking for a mentor or those who are looking for ambitious friends. This is going to be it. And this is a this is an advantage over my competition. People who are doing something similar, they're in a different niche. These people are more so of like how to be perceived as high status and get near the hot girls at the club and they'll go get invitations to the mansion parties and stuff like that and you're around all this status and and you know, not to knock it, it's a different lifestyle. 
it was a lifestyle that I believed was going to solve how I felt on the inside at one point. At this at this time in my life, yeah, to me that doesn't really seem as exciting because I just don't necessarily align with the nightlife. I don't like the nightlife. I don't like going to clubs. I don't like going to bars. Why would I make myself and to meet who? So it just doesn't resonate with me. They have their way of marketing to specific people, but I know that with just with my niche that I'm going with, I really feel like I can capture a good amount of what the market is missing, what the market really wants. And that's one thing that they don't have as well. They don't have a book. It's weird how much of a like dominating authority having a book is. But so many people, so many people have said it. So many people. You cannot spell authority without author. Think about that. I learned that today. I was like, whoa. What are what are the like chances? Like, I almost said what are the chances, but it's it's a it's like a beautiful gift, I feel, to this world. Because there's not a lot of words that are like that. So to me, I always look for like coincidences. I look for Yeah, I, I always look for just funky coincidences as a kind of a guiding force in my life. It feels like I follow the magic. I know, believe me, believe me, I hear what I'm saying. I know it sounds crazy, but there are some shit that happens in life when it didn't happen right away. It took time for things to kind of go into place and then things start clicking and quote unquote magic starts happening. And I feel like there's little like pieces of inspiration along the journey that kiss the brain it's a it's like an odd for me it happens in my life i can't say it happens for you because it's a i feel like it's a very interesting thing that happens uh for me sometimes is there'll just be just the most randomest thing that like kind of combined to something like it's just uh, i i think i've already made my point i hope I'm making sense. So, anyway, I'm excited for these books to serve as my foundation because I feel like I can really be in your head. And I know that can sound very manipulative, but sometimes when I speak, I feel that I get so passionate and I get to this 
point of angered passion and I am saying it with great intensity because I want to jam it in your head and I want it to stay there and there are concepts that I feel that listen to this you gotta listen to this and I feel it will be easier to do that through the power of words as I mentioned my friend's energy is in her book when I'm reading her book I'm like yo this is her this is her and it's interesting and I'm so excited because I feel like I get to learn more about her and I feel like we get to spend time together and I don't know it's it's a very interesting process I really feel connected uh, right now and I sent her a message just letting her know that like, her book is really landing with me right now. So anyway, that is that is all I got for you today. I, of course, am feeling grateful and I there's a good song. It's called Shine by Fia. And it's I've been having this metamorphosis this year where I feel like I'm actually I actually came out of the cocoon and I am now a butterfly. And as a butterfly, it's like, okay, what do we do to really make something fucking happen here even though it seems like butterflies are useless <laughs> I'm sorry I don't know what butterflies do if they're a important part of the economy without uh, or are they just for beauty and there's there's merit in beauty you know the whole the world fucking is is manipulated by it so and manipulated and adored so that is it for me i didn't expect this to be 50 minutes <laughs>